The skincare industry is humongous now. And I think what happens is you just, you try lots of things and you know, you see all these things on TikTok and everything. And, and you know, your skin goes wild. And actually when I used to work at Space NK, we used to call it Space Face, which is basically when you try all these different products, your skin doesn't know what to do anymore. I believe this is you should give yourself one night of the week where you don't use anything on your skin. Hey guys and welcome back to another exciting episode of Catch Ups in My Kitchen with me Georgia Simmons host of the podcast. This week I am joined by Elisa Loon the skin health and gua sha expert. For all my skincare girlies who want that natural flawless filter and glassy skin look this episode is for you. Elisa and I spoke about all things skin for a full 40 minutes which is my idea of absolute heaven. We spoke about the power of gua sha, what products she recommends, how we can protect our skin from pollution, what spots in certain areas mean and so so much more. It was a full skincare geek out which I absolutely loved. I have come away with so many product recommendations and this episode really is the toolbox to your skin. You will come away with tips and tricks and so much more. I hope you enjoy the episode. I know that you will. So enjoy and have a lovely, lovely rest of your day. Elisa, thank you so much for joining me in my kitchen. How are you? Good, thank you. Really good. So to start with, do you mind giving a really quick elevator pitch? Who you are, what you do? Okay. So, um, well, kind of how it all really began. So I originally left university in ceramics design went out and did nothing to do with ceramic design, and went and worked in visual merchandising in Harrods. But before I worked in Harrods, I did a little part-time job in Space NK, and I was just like a Saturday girl, and I was just doing makeup, skincare on people, and learning about the products. And then when I left, I went and did the job at Harrods, and I just always had this feeling that I was just really into skin, just always have been. Um, And so I was at Harrods for about three years, and then I just decided to just go into the skincare industry, and I got a job with Caudalie. Mm, yes um french skincare brand and i'm still working with them now and from there on it's kind of just opened me up to the skincare world working with women like in day in day out um i do lots of skin scanner analysis on people as well so i've just found it really fascinating like how the skin works everything like that so now i am um, i'm trained in gua sha i do facials and eventually the idea is that i'm gonna have my own little setup and do facials amazing side of it as well yeah i love it i think skincare and skin is so much more it says it speaks a thousand words about what's going on inside your body yeah it is your confidence. It is so much. And we'll go into all of this. Yeah. Before we do, we have a quick fire round about all things food. Okay. So, sweet or savoury? Savoury. Always. Pizza or pasta? Pasta. Go-to cuisine? French. Mmm. Yeah. My mum's French, so okay. that's where I get from. <laughs> nice. Cook in or eat out? Cook in. And what is your favourite delivery? delivery um yeah, i don't either no i don't i don't even i wouldn't even know how to answer that one there you go no. that's, the answer. that's the answer i don't either and i've noticed it more and more now like i really just don't order delivery yeah. at all no, 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 no. i'm always a bit disappointed to be honest yeah. when i get it yeah definitely so as i mentioned a minute ago i think our skin says so much about what's going on inside our body mm-hmm. so can you talk a bit more about that from your experience and like what you believe that does like how does our skin express and show so much about 
how our health is really doing or how our body's really feeling yeah. well i mean there's in terms of skin there are there's so much to go into but if i was to look at someone you can always tell a little bit about their lifestyle so if someone's maybe got sallow skin slightly yellow you probably can tell that they may be smokers um smoker lines on the lips as well um if maybe someone has um very dry skin maybe they're not drinking enough water and also not using topically the right products um if they've got dark under eyes again dehydration there's lots of things that you can see on the face which kind of give you an insight into maybe what's happening inside mm. but the skin is very complex if you've got acne around the chin as well that's like your hormonal areas so yeah okay it's, um, there's a lot and it's hard to always pinpoint exactly, but that's kind of gives you an overview of maybe what's going on. Okay, and yeah. and also skin mapping, because mm-hmm. I always I love when if I get a spot, I'm always like, oh, what have I, what's wrong? What do I need to work yeah. on? And obviously, I think it's quite funny when you put skin mapping into Google because sometimes they're all a bit different. Yeah. But could you explain a bit about what spots in certain areas mean? Yeah. And if that skin mapping is accurate? Yeah, skin skin mapping is. Quite, quite accurate but obviously it does depend on certain things like maybe what you're using on your skin topically but normally if you're getting breakouts around the chin area that is your hormonal problems maybe you're on the pill maybe you've got polycystic ovaries something like that it's always around the chin and I don't know if you've ever found but when you're on your coming onto your period some months it's on the right side of the chin sometimes it's on the left side yeah and that's to do with your ovaries different they work in different well they work in different timing so one month it might be the right one one month it might be the left one that's so interesting your chin is the hormonal area um if you have anything around just around the nose and the forehead so this is your large intestine your small intestine and actually it's quite funny i had a colonic a while ago i don't know if Mm. they flush you out and i had a bad reaction to it and i had really bad rashes around here and on my forehead wow to do the the intestines yeah um the cheeks is to do with your stomach yeah so diet normally if you're eating out more suddenly Mm -hmm. or yeah lots of sugar that should come up over here yeah um and then if you've got around your just underneath your nose and just on the sides here that's to do with your uh liver okay so there's lots of different areas that tells you different things but obviously as i mentioned you it can just be because of maybe what products you're using on your skin yeah yeah so on that note how do you know because i currently feel at the moment really happy in my skin yeah and i feel like i've got my products right at the moment and it all feels great yeah but how would you know if you're using products that don't necessarily suit you well, normally, if you're having a reaction to a product, it would normally happen in the first 24 hours. So that's when you know okay. your skin isn't agreeing with it. What I would say is if you're using multiple different products or you're trying a whole new range of products, you have to be careful. You'd always want to introduce one product at a time just to see how your skin reacts to that product and then apply new. Just keep introducing things slowly rather mm. than like bombard your skin with lots of products. Um but yeah, mainly that it's to, just to check to see after about 24 hours if there's something going on, stop what you're using and then go back to maybe what you were on or try something else. Okay. Yeah. And what about, this is quite an interesting one, the best before dates on products, obviously in small, it will say like 12M or 24M. And it's just going to sound a really silly question. My question was going to be, should we, should we be aware of that? Because 
I'm pretty sure my mum recently used an out-of-date product and her skin mm. just erupted and she had a really terrible rash. So could that be something that people are maybe not aware of and yeah. should you be aware of that? Yeah, always look at, as soon as you've opened the product, whether you've used it or not, as soon as you've opened it and you've got oxygen's got inside, that's it, you're, you've got nine months, normally it's nine months to 12 months on products. The more natural the product is, whether they have anything to preserve it, then you don't have le- less, basically, less time. And also, just be careful with some products leaving them in the sun because the mm. sun can obviously affect the products a little bit as well. Check for the smell as well. Just if anything smells a little bit off, then probably stop using it as well. Yeah, yeah. interesting. And what about changing our products recent, like kind of frequently? Is it right that our skin might get used to something and it's good to like reintroduce things? Your skin loves change. I actually do something different to my skin every day. Not necessarily products as much, but I do something different, whether that's massage or gua sha, do something different because Mm. your skin likes change. But don't, like I said, don't go for like a whole new skincare routine in one day. Yeah. Just introduce new things like retinol you can introduce and, you know, those sort of things, just but slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's so true. I've been doing that recently. I've got two serums Mm. and one is a brightening serum and the other is more of a hydrating serum. And I kind of got them both around the same time. And I just thought, oh, well, I'll just alternate. Yeah. And I've literally just alternated them. And maybe that's a good thing because my skin's yeah. liking the, yeah. the difference. And it's I have changed. a few different masks. Um, and I'm using them on different weeks yeah. and different... Yeah. So, yeah. And it's about analysing your skin. So, one, you know, whether the, the change of weather or the time of the month for you. Mm. Check what your skin needs. And that's what I do. I always analyse and think, okay, right, maybe I need to do this tonight. Or, you know, this morning I'm going to do a, a massage because my skin needs some circulation. So, it's always about analysing and being intuitive what you think your skin needs. Okay. And yeah. what signs should we be looking out for when we're looking at what our skin needs? Well, definitely, like, when you go into, like autumn winter there's a change of weather so your skin might feel drier definitely Mm. or in the summer you might feel drier because the sun can dry the skin out as well so in the summer you want to use lighter products maybe layer them so it doesn't feel so thick on the skin but in the winter you might want to use richer products to really help with that dryness Um, and then if you are maybe into anti-aging and you want to use a retinol or those sort of things just look at what your skin needs and don't overdo it as well give your skin time to um, absorb those products and do what it needs to do okay and sometimes as well actually what you can do is i believe this is you should give yourself one night of the week where you don't use anything on your skin because wow. your skin does its own thing and it just needs a bit of time to work itself out the skin is very intelligent when you're sleeping as well it goes into like a renewal phase so one night a week just leave the skin completely on its own cleanse and just go to bed do you not find it's kind of like tight yeah, it feels a bit drier but then in the morning you wake up you produce your own oils when you're sleeping and the oils that you have on your face are like really really good so um it's just nice to give that your skin that time to just you know do its own thing basically okay a bit like a juice cleanse but yeah. like you're letting your body kind yeah. of have a bit of a reset i guess it's kind of similar exactly so i wanted to touch on lymphatic drainage and gua sha so i love this topic and i've reintroduced gua sha recently yeah. and I just think it is actually amazing if you're consistent with it you actually do see the changes yeah. so why should we be, we be doing it why is it good for us how often should we do it yeah tell us all about gua sha okay so gua sha was actually when i did the course i did a course of cecily braden i don't know if you've heard of her she's amazing and actually when i did the course it made me realize actually how skincare is good um but it kind of blows skincare out of the water a little bit because as long as you've got that movement underneath the skin you're going to have that healthy blood flow you're going to remove those toxins in the skin 
and just give you that nice glow basically mm. the lymphatic system i'm sure you probably know but the lymphatic system is draining that waste out of the skin so um we naturally produce these toxins and we have to create that movement for the lymphatic system to move to lymph nodes for that to flush out the toxins the lymphatic system doesn't have a pump mm. so that's why you have to do facial massage gua sha to help with moving that lymph around um so with gua sha and actually a lot of people would probably maybe have not ever heard this but i actually do a full face full face gua sha and neck once a week okay but the rest of the week i'll work on the neck so I don't touch the face for the whole week, but just the neck, because the neck is the main place where everything moves down. So as long as you're keeping this part clear, that's so the week, interesting. Then you just do the gua sha for the face once a week. That's enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People might actually ignore the neck and just work on the face. The neck is the most. If you if you don't do the neck, you can't. Basically, everything that you're moving outwards, it's got nowhere to go. It's blocked. So it has to be the neck first. So you start with the around your chest, on the neck. Um, you can do it around the trapezius as well, around the back of the neck, and also on the scalp. I don't know if you do the scalp. Yeah, but then I was worried about the grease, the greasy yeah, hair. They do um, gua sha combs. Okay. So there's rose quartz ones, which are nice. So you just really stimulate the scalp, open everything up, and then everything you do on the face is able to flush in the right direction. Oh my God, this is just so insightful. Because <laughs> yeah. at the moment, I've been doing gua sha like most days. Yeah. On my face and neck, although not my chest. I've not been doing my chest. I think I've only done my neck. Yeah. So maybe I should. You start with your neck um yes yeah. I do I do and then work up yeah okay. yeah I do um but okay interesting and once a week but do you say do you think people who haven't started at all let's say someone's listening and they haven't got a for a year yeah do you think it's good for them to do it every single day for a week or so just to try and get it all going or just no. once a week because when you overstimulate the lymphs as well you might end up with more puffiness um and also when you haven't done any sort of lymph work it will take a bit of time for that lymph to start moving. You need to give the lymph enough time to flush everything out. Mm. So I would, if you're just starting, I would just start with the neck one day. Maybe you could do it two or three times a week for the first week and then start moving up to the face. Okay. Yeah. Really interesting. And does it matter what kind of gua sha tool you're using? Because there's quite a few different ones out there, different stones, different materials, metal. Um, what's, What's the recommendation on that? I did bring mine. Do you want me to bring them Yes, um, definitely. Let's have a look. So these are actually Cecily Braden uh, gua sha tools, and I'll show you my favourite one that I use. Wow, there's a few. There's a full selection. Yeah, I have, and I actually just pick what I feel more like um, connected to in the morning. So this is a. Should I yeah. Yeah. So this is a nephrite stone. Okay. And what's really important, and I think. Um, not many gua sha's actually have it. Is there's beveled edges? Can mm. you see that? Yeah. Sides. Yeah. Oh my god, amazing. So they're flat. So what that means is when you pop it on the skin, you've got a really good contact with the skin for it to, to pull. Because most gua sha's are just kind of like rounded on, on the ends. Yeah. Um, on the sides, and it, it you don't get that nice glide as much. Fine. So um, you always want to find something that's got maybe beveled edges. Um, the t- teeth are also really good. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever used the teeth and just the shape no. of it, just how it works along the skin. Um, I also have, which is really good for the neck. This is what I do in the week for the neck. Uh, the roller. Here. Roller with slight like sort of nodules, yes. which can really get into the tension areas. Um, but in terms of stones or what kind of material, it doesn't really, I mean, I wouldn't say it matters too much. It's kind of what you're maybe 
you feel um you prefer basically so yeah. the stone actually kind of picks you if anything okay fine um rose quartz is more sort of healing and it's love it's like that sort of thing nephrite the green one which i just showed you the first one that's all about kind of empowering yourself and it you just you're drawn to whatever stone you feel okay works for you yeah. my one at the moment is rose rose quartz yeah is which is nice Calming, yeah and i do it at night because yeah. i feel like i have more time to do my skin yeah. at night so maybe that would work yeah god really interesting though. <laughs> that that one the black one looked that amazing yeah really really good so i also want to touch on kind of working on your skin from the inside out because mm -hmm. i know there's a lot of things we all love a quick fix we all love a new going into space and care and having little brows mm -hmm. what can we pick up but often sometimes it's what's going on inside yeah so do you mind touching on that and then a bit about kind of like hydration and how it really is so important yeah i mean obviously what you put in your body will automatically affect your skin obviously if you're having any refined sugars normally that will have an impact you'll see the breakouts coming through um maybe if you're on your period all those sort of things i actually um try firstly i try and eat things um that are kind of in season mm, yeah i shop at a local farm so i always it's really good there because they always show the things that you need to be eating more of so i try and do that because that's where you get the most amount of nutrients drinking a lot of water yeah of water and i try and drink water with a little bit of celtic salt yes i was that? gonna ask this yeah. i have pink salt okay yeah. and i just put one of those on and especially this is gonna sound like obviously drinking's not great for your skin either but if you are hungover yeah having a salt is just helps so much when you're drinking Absolutely. water Absolutely. Yeah, yeah because yeah. sometimes when you're hungover and you have water it doesn't doesn't it taste different it tastes really odd and you're yeah. like oh god i feel rubbish nothing's working yeah. but if you have a bit of salt it makes yeah. such a difference in your skin yeah, and like on your hydration like the yeah. way your body's absorbing the water Mm. so that's so why celtic salt rather than celtic salt has the most amount of minerals so himalayan is good but it doesn't have as much as the celtic salt okay so i literally just you can get them um there's a really nice brand it's from Brittany. Mm. Oh, now. but they have quite they're quite large grains i just pop it on my tongue mm -hmm. let it melt and then have a drink of water and do you do that every time you have water yeah. or just yeah i okay. try to i want to find like a little bag that i can just have like all my little salt i in know because it's kind of like when you're on the go I you know, kind of forget just, you're not gonna have your salt on you yeah so yeah that's what i try and do drink as much water as possible because your lymphatic system needs a lot of water to get that moving around yeah um and then just in general lots of vegetables i eat meat um, yeah. but i make sure i eat good meat um local produce I drink um, raw milk as well. Which okay, is, what's raw milk? Yeah, raw milk, it's basically unpasteurized. Okay. Um, and it's higher in nutrients. It's got vitamin A, it's got lots of iron, amino acids. So it's actually better for you to drink than having pasteurized wow. milk. Wow. Yeah. And it's from a local farm as well. Okay, that's amazing. I think yeah. milk's a really interesting topic and like I've been speaking to different people about this a lot because I'm lactose intolerant. So that... Yeah automatically gets rid of milk but i and i love my coffee and with coffee the only milk that does froth well is oatly but okay. we all know yeah. how terrible it is <laughs> i mean i think i read something the other day and it was like it's as bad as eating like mcdonald's fries and a can of full fat coke which is really really off-putting when but i only have one a day and i'm like okay you know i've just got to kind of take that on the chin and yeah. just have it because i do like my coffee and like i just that's the only milk that i know that works yeah. but I think if you can tolerate dairy, yeah, I, I am plant-based and I, it is shocking that I'm saying this, but like if you're getting it from a local farm shop or somewhere that has, I don't know, I know this is like the minority, like Dale, so it isn't, you know, 
easy for everyone to get to and it might not even be that affordable and it's just not ideal but like if you're more aware of where you're getting your milk from yeah then dairy is probably not that bad if it's got everything in it and there's actually studies that show raw milk for those that are lactose intolerant it helps them become oh really intolerant yeah so, but you have to introduce it slowly when it comes to raw milk just because the body's not used to it but back in the day they used to drink raw milk it was never pasteurized fascinating so, yeah and there's actually you can use you can make masks with raw milk for the skin as well so oh. i just love the taste of it i think it's lovely yeah, yeah. god i think it's now i haven't had dairy in so i can smell dairy from a mile away it's so <laughs> crazy like someone gave me a coffee the other day and i had dairy in it and i was like i can smell it like i can really? literally You'll smell it come, like yeah, yeah. which is yeah really odd but that's super interesting yeah. okay so yeah i think seasonal vegetables again it's seasonal. so important because yeah. They taste so much better as well yeah. and they're better for you they do and in season you get the most amount of nutrients but i like to have a balanced diet as much as possible i try and stay away from like refined sugars i do drink a bit of wine here and yeah. there but then i think you should enjoy life as much as possible because yeah I, th- I just believe if you're happy in your soul then your skin will glow more because you're just happier in general yes so it's just so about true and yeah. it is yeah a balance is yeah, yeah. is so key so I now want to talk about like the ingredients in products and what we should be looking out for because as we are also aware with what we're eating and checking the back of packets and I literally am like a broken record on this I'm like <laughs> just turn it around and see what's in it because often you're so shocked yeah. but beauty products is probably the same yeah so what should we be looking out for when it comes to beauty products well the, I don't know if you have this but there's a really good app Yes, I was going to ask, do you use it? Yeah, Yeah. so that's good because I think for those that maybe don't know so much about the skincare ingredients, there are so many and it's like, I mean, the words are like even impossible to to pronounce. But that's just a good place for you to just check and see whether that's good for your skin. I mean, the main things that you don't really want to have are, the first one I would always look for is phenoxynethanol. Okay, um, yeah. Which is basically a preservative, but it really irritates the skin. So anyone who has eczema rosacea they're just gonna it's gonna completely irritate the skin and a lot of brands will actually say clean or vegan Mm. and it's right at the bottom of the ingredient list it's normally like right at the end so as long as it's got that in there it's gonna irritate the skin okay parabens i'm sure you know parabens um silicones fragrance but fragrance is like an umbrella bracket with lots of different things inside so stay away from fragrance as much as possible you do want to go for like cleaner products, more natural, but there's a risk as well because you do you do need some preservatives just to keep the product good, like we were saying earlier. Yeah. Otherwise, it can go out of date in like, you know, a couple of weeks if it's left open. So you want to make sure that there's something in there to keep it good as well. Okay, interesting. And yeah. so you use Yuka and you think yeah. it's reliable. Okay, good. Because yeah. I use it as well and it's fascinating. So yeah. And it just, and, it, and it's crazy because you think all these years I've been using this even if it's like a lip balm mm. it's got these really bad ingredients which go straight into your bloodstream yeah we're eating it yeah how crazy yeah, exactly so you need to be just educated and it's hard because there are lots of brands that will use those products um all those ingredients but yeah as long as you're just aware and educate yeah okay and what brands do you recommend or do you use like what kind like what's your current skincare what lip balms do you use some yeah. recommendations <laughs> okay so um I'm sure you might know, maybe from when I had my business, algorithm, mm-hmm. so with algorithm, it's sea buckthorn oil. Ooh. The living libation, sea buckthorn oil. Okay. The best thing ever. I mean, I put everyone onto living libation. So if you've got any, basically, if your skin is compromised, your skin barrier is compromised, if you have acne, you've got hormonal, hormonal breakouts, your skin is irritated, maybe you've used too many acids, 
sea buckthorn as an ingredient is such a good and powerful ingredient. It's basically high in fatty acids. It's got, basically it's rich in omega-6, which really protects and looks after the skin barrier. Okay. Um, and with this particular product, Living Libations, um, you can do a complete skin reset. So wow. you would use nothing else, use this one oil, and then after about 10 to two weeks, I'd say two weeks, your skin should sort of come back to a good balance where it should be. And then you can start incorporating other products okay. into, into your skincare routine. So I now just use that as my cleanser. But when I came off, I was on the contraception pill for a while. And when I came off it, I was having these like, you know, crazy breakouts here around my chin. Obviously my hormones were all over the place. And I came across this living libations. They hand make it in Canada. Um, completely healed my skin and I know so many people that use it and absolutely love it okay amazing. so that's like the kind of for me that's like in a bottle that's like everything you need and then now I sort of use that as my cleanser but I use a lot of cordly which I love cordly I love yeah. I love their spritz spritz the elixir is yeah beautiful. I use the vino perfect serum okay um which is really good for pigmentation um just kind of give you that even skin texture it's lovely and it's got lots of olive squalene so it's very very hydrating but mm. to be honest I love my oils Oils yeah. is like I, I'll do a serum and an oil and then just a really light moisturizer on top. Okay. Um, and you use an oil morning and night. Yeah, morning, evening. And I do lots of, um, honestly, if you just get that movement in the skin, even yeah. if like you're just cleansing and you're just massaging the skin for five minutes, you're really getting that blood circulation, just, you know, helping with the lymphatic system. Amazing. Yeah. Movement's the best thing. Movement. Okay. Really good <laughs> to know. And I'll try and link that product in the show notes for people to find because yeah. that sounds amazing. It's really, really good. Yeah. And what about pollution? So obviously, we're currently sat in London. Maybe a lot of people listening are in cities. Is there anything that we can be doing to help our skin against pollution? Because I always have this thought, like, it's a bit strange, but I always think if we put these, like, goggles on and looked and it kind of identified all the pollution in the air, we'd probably be disgusted. And I don't know, like, if you're cleaning your skin at night and you see the dirt, it's horrible. Like, is there anything that we can be doing? Probably, yeah, I don't know if there's an answer to this. Well, I mean, as long as you've got antioxidants in your skincare, because mm-hmm. that's kind of your protection against pollution, UV rays, all those things, you definitely want to have antioxidants. Also, eating antioxidants um, just to help as well. I mean, it's difficult. Um, your surroundings, yeah. you can't really get away from it. I live slightly outside of London, and I do notice even just the water's not as harsh on the skin. Yeah. There's a lot of lime scale in London. There is so much lime scale. Which dries the skin out. So what I would recommend is if you are cleansing your skin, normally you're going to use a water to wash it off. Use a toner afterwards, just because the toner will be the second product, just to remove anything, any any excess lime scale, just remove it off the skin. So toners are really good. Um, But yes, like I said, antioxidants. And also mm-hmm. just having a mist, maybe like the, the elixir, the beauty elixir, full of antioxidants. So just having that spritz in the day, just to kind of seal the skin in. Okay. The skin. Yeah, yeah, great advice. But it's difficult. It is. And when yeah. you're cleaning and you see it, you're like, oh my God. And you know what it's like, you go away, you go on holiday and you're there for like two days and you instantly see your skin looks better, less blackheads. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's your surroundings. Yeah. Of course. Horrible. <laughs> um, okay. So sometimes less is more. Yeah. And I want to touch on this because some people can have like these super complex routines and like, like oh, I'm breaking out here. What, so what's the balance? Is there a balance? And like, what's your view on less is more? I'm all about less is more. Even with makeup, less is more, less is yeah. more all the time. So um, like I said, that sea buckthorn oil is probably the best thing if you just want to reset the skin. So, you know, in marketing, there's so many acids, there's loads of retinols, there's always something. And the skincare industry is 
humongous now. Yeah. It's actually hard. Like you walk into space and go, there's just so much choice. You don't I know, know what to go for. I know. And I think what happens is you just, you try lots of things and, you know, you see all these things on TikTok and everything. And, and you know, your skin goes wild. And actually, when I used to work at Space and K, we used to call it Space Face, which uh, is basically when you try all these different products, your skin doesn't know what to do anymore. It's, it's almost like it doesn't recognize itself. So it's just got too many things going on. So if you're ever in that position where you may be using too many acids, just stop everything, completely stop everything. Go just to a basic oil, like the sea buckthorn oil, um, just hyaluronic acid, something really simple. Take care of the skin, and then you can then introduce something back in if you need to. But always less is more, always. Okay, yeah, yeah no, super interesting. Yeah. And I saw a post that you put out recently and it was like how our skin changes as we get older. Yeah. I think this is fascinating. Yeah. So do you mind touching a bit on yeah. like things that change as we, as we get older? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, when you reach the age of 25, <laughs> that's when your collagen starts to decrease. So okay. collagen is naturally like a protein in the skin um, and that's what gives you the volume, the, the plumpness in the skin. So that starts to decrease at 25. And then actually when you reach the age of 40, that's you lose almost 50% of your own collagen. Gosh, so sad. <laughs> things like, like I said, movement, massage, all those things really help like get that collagen, everything stimulated, having protein as much as possible to like, you know, kind of keep, basically collagen, like an animal protein is, is good to use because it will just keep that, the muscles plump and mm. something to sit on. Um, but yes, it's, and also I mentioned as well, your skin cells, they, um, they renew. Um, so when you're in your twenties, your skin cells, they renew every 28 days. Okay. So that's, that means that your skin cells, they shed and then you have, you reveal fresh new skin basically. So when you reach the age of like 30, that starts to decrease. So your skin cells, they actually renew every 30 to 30, 35 days. So it means that it takes longer for your skin to maybe heal. I don't know if you've noticed if you have a breakout. Mm. When, how old are you? 25. 25, okay, so yeah. you're fine. Um, but when you do reach the older age of 30, you do find that those breakouts that used to have the scarring, it just takes longer to heal. Mm. So it is, using retinol does help to get that cell turnover moving. But really it's just about kind of getting that lymphatic system. I think it's all about the lymphatic system, massage, using the right products. And just also embrace it as well yeah that's the thing like we're all kind of trying to reduce and like stop and yeah. like but again like back to less is more like we've got to kind of just go yeah, with the go natural with the side and i think you can have wrinkles but if you've got a lovely glow to your skin i think it kind of balances that out anyway so that's why having that movement massage is what really helps yeah, yeah. no i completely agree and like happiness as well yeah. like smiling yeah, and like, yeah. again that it makes does. you look and feel so much better and you know like when you when you meet people that maybe have like fallen in love and they're in a really happy relationship you you notice like yeah you're glowing yeah you're happy from inside yeah an impact yeah so true like everything happens with from within yeah like you mentioned like hydration lymphatic like all of these things are like under the surface things like you're not i mean you recommended a product but it's a, a very natural product and like mm. actually it is less is more it's just yeah always so so yeah. true so i actually reached out to the community on instagram and yeah. i was like right anyone got any skin questions obviously <laughs> yeah. it came flooding in <laughs> i was like okay let's go okay so Firstly, sustainability within skincare. Mm -hmm. Obviously, what on a massive sustainability thing is, does it exist? What is it? And what should people be looking out for? 
Well, I mean, the brand that I work for called Lee, they are really sustainable. Um, so they've recently been, uh, they've launched a few new ranges with refillable pots, mm. which I think is a really good way to go. Um, and it's also cheaper uh, for the environment and cheaper for the consumer. Um, making sure that, I mean, have you been, have you seen about the whole plastic glass chat? Yes, yeah. I'm not too sure whether it, it may, I mean, glass is obviously recyclable, it's better, but there is a lot of talk about plastic also being better as an actual um, material now, which is more recyclable. So yeah, you want to look for those sort of things. You also want to, um, if you look at a brand sometimes they'll have on there like little labels which will just tell you about whether they're you know firstly vegan or sustainable i know quarterly are like one percent for the planet so anything anyone that buys anything with a wooden lid they plant trees oh wow so you want to look for brands that i guess um they are really thinking about it as much as possible but more brands are now the beauty industry has had such a big hit yeah on sustainability that i think the more and more brands are, are launching and even new brands they're launching things which are they talk a lot about their sustainability yeah I think if you're aware of it then that's a good start and then if you're looking at brands who are also aware of it then that's also a good start okay how to get rid of pores Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) everyone asks this question so pores to be honest um the older you get your pores will normally enlarge because your lack of elastin your lack of collagen it means that your skin you naturally it will stretch Okay. Um, so your pores might get bigger with age. Um, to be honest, it's a really about keeping the skin as hydrated as possible. Because sometimes when your pores are more enlarged, maybe like in your 20s, it's because your skin is like needing more hydration. Mm-hmm. So oils, good serums, always use serums. I think a lot of people don't yeah. use serums because they really work in the deeper layers of the skin. And with serums, should we be putting them on slightly damp skin? Damp skin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, I always say it's like a sponge. If the sponge is damp and you put in water into it, it's going to trap that moisture in more. Same as your skin. If you've got dry skin, it's not going to absorb that, that serum as much as it needs to. But yes, always have slightly damp skin using serums, oils, just layer, layer the products. Okay. Yeah, and toners are good as well. Toners yeah, really to- yeah. See, I have a real mix of views on toners because sometimes I hear, oh no, they're stripping your skin too much. Like, does, I don't even cleanse in the morning anymore. I literally just wash good. it with water yeah. and then just do my serum, moisturizer, some um, SPF and that's it. Yeah. Um, but I guess if, yeah, if maybe we're in more polluted areas, toners are good. Like I don't know yeah. when it's too stripping and yeah. when it's a benefit. It depends what's inside the toner, to be honest. And okay. most toners, I mean, a lot of toners now, I think, have got lots of acids. Yeah. Like or BHA or AHAs. Um, I actually just use a hydrating toner, which Fine. has got um, an ingredient called Vino Levure, which is, it actually comes from a grape. Um, and it just strengthens the skin barrier. So for me, it's just okay. a hydrating fine yeah. and is that quarterly is yeah, quarterly, yeah. i recognize the name <laughs> yeah. okay fine and what about the red light because i yes. love my red light mask yeah um like swear by it and yeah. i think for pores i do think it's good but would, yeah, yeah would that be right 100 mm-hmm. what one do you use uh the current body one. Oh, yeah. use current body yes okay current yeah it's really good i i use the lights light salon okay kind of yeah similar. Um, yes, infrared is amazing for like your collagen production, helps with your hydration, healing the skin. And actually I do find that as well. I find my pores are more refined mm. after using the mask. Do you use it every day or mask? Um, yeah, probably like four times a week. I'd say try, yeah. try. 
it's about consistency, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yes, I think infrared's a really good thing to incorporate. I think everyone should try and get one into their routine. Yeah, yeah. and you don't necessarily need that. I know some uh, masks have like red and blue light, yeah. but I don't think you necessarily need both. I think red is red Red works better. for pretty much everything. The blue is really good for if you do suffer from a lot of breakouts because it cleans the bacteria, that sort of thing. Fine. So blue is good for that. But to be honest, I think red, the red light is probably the best one to use overall. Yeah. Because it works on everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next one is, how do you get the glassy skin look? <laughs> <laughs> um, one answer really, it's lymphatic system, gua sha, massage, just moving the skin. Yeah. You think about your body, you exercise to make, you know, you want to make your body tone, that sort of thing. It's the same with your skin. Mm. Keep that movement and you'll get more glowing skin. It really is that simple. Yeah. It really, really is. I did, when I did my course, my gua sha course, it was four days and we worked on each other for four days straight. By the end of that week, my skin was just like the best. Unbelievable. And yeah. it just is that movement completely. Okay, yeah. amazing. How do you get rid of spots under the skin? So I guess that's like the textury under the skin spots. Yeah. Um, they're difficult and I guess that is something to do with internal what's going on, maybe gut problems or actually or hormonal hormonal breakouts. Um, so with that, just I would be very gentle. Um, I wouldn't use any acids, keep everything really simple again. Because what, what a lot of people tend to do is when they get the breakouts, if they're quite quite vicious breakouts exfoliate and you know you want to really clean your skin it makes everything worse because you're making mm. the skin barrier more compromised so just keep things really simple yeah um, hydrate the skin and also if you are doing gua sha don't work on the breakout work just underneath it because like i said everything moves downwards all the toxins move down so if you've got that inflammation it's just going to work underneath mm. and move down so okay. gua sha is good for underneath those breakouts Okay, that's really interesting. And actually, yeah. that's my next question was um, about exfoliating and how regularly you should. I don't know about exfoliating. I'd love to hear yeah. your thoughts on that, actually. Do you use a physical exfoliator or are you more chemical? No. Well, I recently had, I say recently, a couple of months ago, I had a facial and they said not to use a physical exfoliator, use more chemical. At the moment, I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm. I don't, I think I do have the ordinary acid what's it called the gly glycolic acid yes. yes but i don't know i don't I haven't used it in ages and i haven't used a physical one in ages either so i don't really know is the answer i don't exfoliate with a physical exfoliator i used to um mm. my only thing with exfoliating is that it does um it can dry the skin out can compromise the skin barrier i mean unless you've got a really nice gentle exfoliator and if you do have a physical exfoliator maybe once every two weeks okay yeah the older you get you should exfoliate a little bit more i actually use um dry brushing oh really on your face i dry brush my body but i haven't done my face yeah on the face is really good because you're kind of removing those dead skin cells on their own and it's gentle it's not going to affect the skin barrier okay yeah. keep the skin barrier as healthy and as calm as possible and mm-hmm. your skin will thrive more yeah okay but and acids which... acids is, is tricky um i personally have like come away from acids a little bit more um i don't mind doing a, a chemical peel every so often because it does really give that like kind of deep exfoliation but chemical peel um sorry glycolic acid and all those lactic acid just i wouldn't overdo it no no okay dry brushing and can, do you have to get like specific face dry brushing brushes i'll show you what i've got yeah please um so these are actually these are so these are handmade goat hair dry brushes oh wow 
Um, so they're like this and you literally just, it's a very light movement. You just literally just brush across the skin very, very lightly and you just do it for two minutes in the morning. It also wakes up the lymphatic system. Okay. So you're getting benefits from both things, the movement and the exfoliation together. And then when you cleanse your skin, so you do this, you do this on your skin before you even cleanse your skin. Mm-hmm. So you do it in the morning and then you wash your face and then apply your products. And you're removing those dead skin cells when you wash your face. Okay, amazing. Yeah. And where would you get those from? So these are a brand called Serenity. Okay. Serenity, she's um she's actually the facial cupping expert. So she mm. has her own facial cups and she's recently launched um, the dry brushes as well. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, so many tips here. I love <laughs> it. So to finish off, we always have the same question, yeah. which is what would your last meal be? Starter, main course, and dessert. Oh my gosh. Um, it's a tough one. It's a real tough one. Oh, wow. Um, that's a really hard question. I know, I know. <laughs> starter, main. Dessert. And dessert. Okay, so starter... Um, it would probably have to be something fish. I love a little like yeah. cold fish starter, maybe some salmon, maybe some caviar even on yeah. cakes. Um and then for a main, something really heartwarming. I love like a really like a homemade, maybe something that my mum would make. I like a, a tartiflette. I don't know if you've had a tartiflette. No, you probably so it's wouldn't gonna like be it. it's gonna be French. It's French and it's lots of cheeses, but it's just like a big potato dish with like pancetta, these really nice cheese it melts in it's very like winter dish yeah lovely with a nice little salad and then dessert i like eating mess i just like oh very nice (laughs) elisa thank you so much for coming on we had a full little geek out about all things skin (laughs) and i loved it so many tips i'll try and like link everything in the show notes because it was great but yeah thank you so much for coming on i loved it thank you very much thank you guys so much for listening wow 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 that was just such a great episode i needed that i feel like we all want to know how to best look after our skin and that was just what we needed i have linked all the products that elisa recommended in the show notes so please check those out Also, if you aren't already, please subscribe or follow to this podcast. It's how others get to find out about us. It's how we grow. And I would just really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much in advance and see you next week.